0: Hey everyone, hopefully your week is going really well. Today's topic is going to be something that I don't think a lot of Bitcoiners like to address. Even myself, I don't think it's easy to talk about because it's uh, a lot of centralization talk. Now, this chart, in my opinion, is the worst chart in Bitcoin. And you can actually find it on the Bitcoin Rich List or bitinfocharts.com. And then it's like forward slash top 100 richest Bitcoin addresses. But essentially what this chart shows is 93% of Bitcoin held by less, are, are actually held by two, less than 2% of addresses. So a lot of this is exchanges, a lot of this is dormant addresses or lost Bitcoin. It's a good amount of early whales. And it's just something to keep in mind that there is a great degree of centralization when it comes to actual addresses holding a lot of the Bitcoin. So I'm just looking right here at the top address it's actually a Binance cold wallet, and it holds 248,000 Bitcoin. Um, And a lot of these are actually exchanges. And as we know, each exchange, you have maybe 10,000, 20, 50,000, a million plus users. I know through the exchanges, for example, Coinbase, they have like 30 million or or one of the largest uh, pools. The point is this, we really need to look at this and understand, hey, does two percent of the addresses hold 98 93 percent of the wealth or is it more decentralized than that and i think it's decentralized the problem is there's these honey pots uh which are these addresses and if the exchange makes a bad bet like we saw with ftx or we saw with gemini earn or we see with any of these other like celsius or, or blockfi that actually impacts the price significantly uh, on the downside so i think What's really important is that if you do have Bitcoin, you move it to your own wallet, your own address in cold storage. Even a hot wallet is better than just keeping it on an exchange. What, what I really look at this saying, this um, chart with Bit, Bit Info charts, is it's really centralized on exchanges. This is not why Bitcoin was invented, guys. Bitcoin was invented so that you can take self-custody of your keys and move your wealth wherever you want, not reliant on an exchange of what you can and can't do. So I think over time, what we want to see as Bitcoiners or as just people in general that want to invest in this is you want to see that this becomes more decentralized. So maybe uh, over time, 3% or 4% of addresses hold 90% 90% of Bitcoin, whereas right now it's 2% or just under 2% hold 93%. So I think it's really important, but I will say this, guys. Right now in our current fiat system, the top 2% hold 48.7% of the wealth. Top 1% hold 30.5% of the wealth. So if you look at things through that lens, I would say that it's it's probably about equal because if you count for the exchanges ETFs, MicroStrategy, Satoshi miners, or like the early whales I discussed, these mining pools, like what whatever, you're really seeing that kind of edge closer to probably I would say between thirty and fifty percent of individuals hold the lion's share of the Bitcoin. Now, um, something to keep in mind is. When you're looking at investing in this, you also wanna look at dormant Bitcoin addresses too, because there's about, from what this chart shows, and we don't know if some of this is permanently dormant, but what we do know is if you go to the the maximum amount of years, it shows, it indicates that there's uh, approximately about 15 million, from what it shows here, you can actually see 2.42 million or, or 15 million haven't moved in nine years. So the point is this too, there's been Bitcoin that is lost. People have it on their computer, like they maybe have 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 Bitcoin, and it just hasn't moved. So there's a lot of lost Bitcoin out there as well. And that actually adds to the scarcity as a lot of us know, if there is a lost Bitcoin, that's essentially a donation to the entire network because it creates that much more scarcity in, in the price. So overall, what I think we need to do is this. We, we, we don't want things to be centralized, that, that's alarming. Even even if we know that there's 50 million people that have Bitcoin and these Bitcoin are with these larger uh, addresses, that's a huge problem. We do not want centralization. What we need to do is we need to advocate, advocate for people to move to cold storage. Furthermore, we need to make better cold storage solutions because if we don't, then what ends up happening is people say, you know what, I'm gonna keep it on the exchange, it's much easier that way. Because that's actually, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, guys, that don't move their stuff from their exchanges to cold storage because it's it's cumbersome, the user experience and user interface isn't friendly, it's not straightforward, You know, they're very trusting of the banking system and the exchange system that they don't think that they would ever be screwed, essentially. But at the end of the day, we need to advocate for more of self-custody, self-storage and all that. Furthermore, I think we need to promote more people spending satoshis because a lot of these addresses, they're just holding huge amounts of Bitcoin. Well, what are they doing? Are they supporting OpenSats? Are they supporting... The Human Rights Foundation, are they supporting different projects on Geyser Fund? I was actually looking at the Geyser Fund and there was a decent amount of Bitcoin donated over the past couple years, but it was only like between 30 and 50 Bitcoins. As you can see, there's a ton of Bitcoin out there, guys. There's a lot of Bitcoin. Why aren't people donating and and kind of either donating to these these Geyser Funds or donating to um, these foundations? That's a big thing too. So we need to promote more spending of the asset. I think that's important. You wanna let the stats flow. But furthermore, in addition to that, you wanna advocate for people to hold their own keys and build products where people wanna do that. Because at the end of the day, not your keys, not your coins, as we're all aware of. Overall, I'm not too worried about this stat. It is probably the most concerning stat of Bitcoin, but it's good to talk about these things, right? Because if we talk about them, then we discuss and we openly think about maybe put like certain paths forward of what we can do better. And at the end of the day, that's what we're all here for. We're all here to look at the pros, look at the cons. If there is a con, what can you do to make that a pro? What can you do to enhance that to become better, right? Nothing is perfect in this world. If you look at the fiat system, how approximately 50% of the wealth is controlled by two of the 2% of the people, And if you just say, you know what, that's just how it is, just let it be. Well, then you're not going to take steps towards improving. Well, how about we promote more deflationary money? That will actually decentralize the wealth, given that most of that wealth is sitting there because of a lot of these equity markets that are propped up by them. So overall, I want to hear what you guys think. Do you guys think that Bitcoin is very centralized? I don't think it is. I think there is opportunity to make it more decentralized, and it is one of the most decentralized projects out there, but specifically, we really need to promote spending of satoshis, and we need to promote self-custody. Anyways, you guys have a good one.